Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for our time of ministry in the Word of God and our Bible study. Our God is amazing. He's a good God. He's faithful. We're thankful to Him for the blessing of another day. Um, <laughs> just like that, January 2024 has um, come to an end. Glory to God for His faithfulness to us, His goodness, His loving kindness. Um, I trust God that you are doing well. You were blessed if you participated in the time of fasting and praying, um, corporate fasting and praying, and um, the Daniel fast that um, has just been concluded. Uh, we're so thankful to the Lord for all the blessings, the everything that He's done for us through that um, period of of seeking Him and um, and seeking His face. Hallelujah. And um, now that the fast, the Daniel fast is over, I know that we are excitedly looking forward to um, the great things that God has in store for us. I um, want to share just a few little things tonight in our Bible study and um, trusting God to, to do that um, uh, in not long a time at all. Um, so let's bow our heads and share a word of prayer. Father, thank you so much for your mighty presence amongst us tonight. Thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for us through the season of the fast. And Lord, everything that you've revealed to us already, uh, what your Holy Spirit is already doing and bringing to pass in our lives. Thank you for the ministry of, of the angels. Thank you, Father God, for the supernatural blessings um, that you have released upon your people. And thank you for the great harvests that we are all receiving um, even as we go forward. Lord, I pray your blessings on all of my brothers and sisters, wherever they are, whatever platform they are joining us on tonight, and wherever they are in the world, I pray, God, that your blessings be upon them and their loved ones and their families. I thank you for it, Lord. I give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much again for joining us, whatever platform you are joining us on and wherever you are joining us um, uh, from in, around the world. Thank you. Thank you. First things first. First things first. So um, we've gone, praise God, first through a time of, of fasting and waiting on the Lord and seeking him and inquiring and, and, and seeking his wisdom and his direction and talking to him about our desires, uh, lifting up our, our, our yearnings um, before him. And we know uh, God is a prayer answering God. We know that he didn't just hear our prayers. We know that he has also listened. He has also answered and he has blessed us. Amen. Um, so when we went through that time of fasting, obviously we were seeking the Lord, inquiring of the Holy Spirit, taking time to be thankful, praise and thanksgiving um, constantly flowing out of us for all of the privileges and benefits that the Lord has blessed us with already. Um, we were seeking him for wisdom for direction. We were yielding ourselves, our instruments, our plans to the leading of the Holy Spirit. We, we were sharpening our vision and, and, um, and, and seeking to get it right 
And, and um, when the Lord said, go forward, clarifying what does that mean for us? What does that mean for us individually? What does that mean for our families? What does that mean for the corporate um, things that we are, that we are involved in um, to go forward? And, and then we made room for the ministry of angels, the supernatural ministry of angels, because they are the ones that the Lord has already, um, he has already commissioned them. He has given them charge over us to, to, to go out and, and, and make the supernatural happen in our lives. And we're very thankful for the ministry of angels. Glory to God. And um, what do we do next? We want to supercharge our faith. Amen. <laughs> we want to supercharge our faith and we want to take our next steps. Glory to God. I just want to quickly read um, this story about David in First Chronicles, a very popular story. And I'm sure most of us have uh, he heard about it before, read it before, probably several times. But I want to read it tonight and, um, and, and read a couple of other scriptures and point out a few little things in there. First uh, Chronicles chapter 14 and verse 8. This was at the very beginning of the reign of King David. This was the beginning. He had just been anointed king. He had just started his new journey, um, his journey with the Lord, his journey in his office as the king over the nation of Israel. And uh, some very significant things happen in First Chronicles chapter 14 and verse 8. The Bible says, and when the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek David. And David heard of it and he went out against them. They went to seek him to try to derail him, to try to attack him, to try to stop him from fulfilling God's agenda in this new season of his life. And the Bible says that David, when he heard about it, he didn't fold his hands and do nothing. He himself got up and got himself ready. He got himself ready and he went out against them, the Bible says. And in verse 9, the Philistines came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired, David inquired of God saying, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? Look, he's asking specific questions. Shall I go up? They have already come up against him. He's asking the Lord. I mean, it will seem just the expected thing to do, to just go and do whatever he needs to do. But no, he asked the Lord, shall I go up against them? Hmm? They were spread out. In the valley of Rephaim, David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will thou deliver them into my hand? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said unto him, Go up, for I will deliver them into your hand. Notice, he is the one going up. It's the Lord, though, who is delivering them into his hands. He is the one going up, ready, preparing himself for the battle, but actually, it is the Lord delivering them into his hands. He needed to get up and go, be prepared, gather himself, get ready and go. He needed to go. He needed to get ready. Once he got ready, then he needed to go. But he also needed to have the understanding that it was the Lord 
who would be delivering this is enemies against him. God said, go up for I will deliver them into your hand. And, and they came up to Baal Perazim and David smote them there. Then David said, God has broken in upon my enemies by my hand, like the breaking forth of waters. Therefore, they call the name of that place Baal Perazim. That's the Lord of the breakthrough um, is, is what that word means in the literal translation. The Lord who breaks through and the Lord will break through for us. He just needs us to get ready and to go. He needs us to get ready and to go. Well, before we go, he needs us to ask him and clarify. So we get ready, we ask him, we clarify, and then we go. We don't get ready, ask him and clarify, and fold our hands and sit down and do nothing. We don't get ready, ask God for direction, clarify his instructions, And then still go and do what our minds tell us to do. No, we get ready and then we clarify his directions, his instructions, and then we we go. We go. We go to the battle. We take our first steps. We take our first steps. And when we take our first steps and step into the unknown, and begin to do the things that the Lord has directed us to do, there will be miracles. There will be wonders. The supernatural will happen. It will not be by our hands, even though our hands are the ones that were prepared to go to to fight, to go to war, to go to walk, to go and, and, and take the steps that we have determined needed to be taken, but it will be the Lord of the breakthrough. The Lord of the breakthrough will be the one standing for us. The Lord of the breakthrough will be the one fighting for us. The Lord of the breakthrough will be the ones delivering our adversary to us. The Lord of the breakthrough will be the one guaranteeing our victory as we go to these battles. Amen. He called the name of the place Baal Perazim. This was not the end of the story, though. The Bible says in verse 12, And when they had left their gods there, that's the Philistines, left all their gods. You know, they brought all their gods. (laughs) They brought all their gods. They needed needed, uh, their gods to fight for them. But of course, you know, their gods were dead. Their gods were just mere idols. There's only one living God. And so, of course, David beat them destroy them. God delivered them into his hands and they left their gods and David took those gods and burnt them and humiliated them. The Bible says they left their gods there and David gave a commandment and those gods were burnt with fire. Those idols were burnt with fire, but the Philistines didn't stop. You would think because they were so badly beaten, the Lord of the breakthrough so badly humiliated them they lost in such a bad way, you would think that would be the end of the story. But you know, Satan doesn't quit. So as believers, in our walk of faith, we must never quit, right? We're talking about first things first, supercharge your faith, take your first steps. Amen. First things first, supercharge your faith, Take your first steps. But of course, after you take your first steps, then you have to take your next steps. Then you have to take your next steps. And you must never quit. And you must keep going. We must keep going 
until we take everything, until we realize everything that the, we know that the Lord has prepared for us in this season. We have taken our inheritance. We have possessed our possessions. Amen. Amen. And the Philistines, the Bible says in verse 13, and the Philistines yet again spread themselves abroad in the valley. So they came again. And what did David do this time? Did he just assume, well, I asked the Lord before and he told me, go up against them. I will deliver them into your hands. Let's just assume that's what God wants to do again this time. No, he did not. No, he did not. He went back and inquired of the Lord again. He went back and inquired of the Lord again. And and some people will say, what's the point? He already asked the first time. The Lord said it was okay to do it. And this is is just like the first time, even though it's a different circumstance, but it's like the first time when he asked the Lord, no need to ask the Lord again, just go and do it. No, David didn't see it that way. David believed in the power of constantly going back to the Lord. Constantly going back to the Lord. It's very easy as believers, God's people who take a part, who take a very, very important part in a corporate fast. We go through a corporate fast and we just suddenly feel like, yes, you know, we've done everything we need to do. And now we just, you know, yeah, we, we just keep going. And we just, um, we just do anything that comes to mind. We just address situations any way we think we ought to address them. And, and that, the fast is already done for the year. No more fasting. No more asking. No more praying. No. No, David went back and inquired again and again and again and again. And every time he needed to inquire of the Lord, he went back and inquired of the Lord again. Hallelujah. And, and I'm saying first things first. Amen. Supercharge your faith. Take your first steps. But exactly what you did to take your first steps, it's the same thing you would have to do to take your next steps after your first steps and your next steps after that next step and your next steps after that next step. To get ready to supercharge our faith and then to take the step. Clarify God's instructions. Clarify God's directions. And then not sit down and do nothing. But take our next steps. Take our next steps. Why? So that the Lord of the breakthrough can show up for us again and again and again and again. Somebody say with me tonight, one victory is not enough. Say it again. One victory is not enough to achieve destiny. Let's say that one more time. One victory is not enough to achieve destiny. We must keep going. We must keep obeying the Lord. We must keep uh, supercharging our faith. We must keep taking steps of faith. We must keep uh, um, 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 uh, laying hold on the things that the Lord has uh, promised us. We must keep going out and keep going for the promises and keep possessing our possessions and keep inheriting our inheritance. We must keep going. We must keep going. It's an ongoing, continuous, ongoing, continuous exercise of faith. So the Bible says, the Philistines came yet against him again, verse 13, spread themselves abroad in the valley. And verse 14, therefore, um, David therefore inquired again of God. And God said unto him, this time, don't go up after them. You see that? Sometimes God has a different instruction. 
The fact that the Lord said something to us before does not mean he's saying exactly the same thing now. Sometimes the Lord has a different direction. We can't afford to get on autopilot drive, right? We just, we just snooze and we let the car drive itself. No, we must go back, do due diligence, supercharge our faith, clarify God's instructions, ask him again, and then when we clarify and we know exactly what he's saying, go back and do what he said. Look at it. The Bible says this time God said to him, don't go up after them this time. Turn away from them and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. So God is giving him a different strategy. There's a different strategy for every battle. All battles are not the same. It's the same God who gives us the victory, but all battles are not the same. Listen to this. All situations don't require the same wisdom. God has a different strategy for the different problems that we encounter. All giants don't require the same um, uh, battle strategy to bring them down. Sometimes God has a different strategy, a different plan. It is very important that we keep our spiritual minds clear and that we constantly go back to the Lord and ask him and then go back and execute the strategy that he gives to us. Can somebody say amen to this? Hallelujah. The Lord said, this time don't go up. Don't go up after them. Turn, turn, turn away from them. Let them think you are not showing up for this battle. Let them think you are MIA, missing an action. Let them think you are tired of fighting. Don't go up against them. We have, there's a different strategy. And this time when you beat them, you are going to beat them permanently. They are going to give you rest for a while. So act as though, act as though you are not interested in fighting this time. You already fought them the last time. You beat them. You, you, you are good with that. You are not interested in fighting them. As a matter of fact, let them think you are about to surrender. <laughs> and then let's execute this new strategy. All I'm trying to say to you, child of God, beloved, is that God has a different strategy for every battle. This time he employed the angels in a different way. The first time he employed the, the angels in a very different way, beat the Philistines down. He totally beat them down on a, a face-to-face combat as they went against one, as David went against them. The angels of God went, subdued them, humiliated them, beat them down, broke through their power and their arm and their armory. But this time he was engaging the angels in a different way. Listen to what he said. He says, come upon them over against the mulberry trees and it shall be when you hear the sound of going in the tops of the mulberry trees. When you hear the sound, there's going to be a sound in the top of the mulberry trees, the angels of God are going to make a sound. I know we know, we all know, we've read how God uses his angels, they fight our battles, how God uses his angels, they deliver us, how God uses his angels, he's giving them charge over us to keep us in. But you know, sometimes God uses his angels in other ways, in strategic ways. There have been battles where the Lord caused people to hear sounds. And they, they heard sounds of a mighty army coming. And they just did some calculation amongst themselves and thought, 
we can't we can't stand we hear this 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 great army and horses coming at us we can't stand this and they took off and sometimes god uses his angels in different ways sometimes he uses them to give us direction and guidance and may say go this way instead of that way my position someone along our path to say this is what you should do even though you were not thinking of doing that this is what you should do and we know the, the, that, the Lord was providing direction to us in a strategic way to help us accomplish our goals. He said, this time, when you hear the sound of going in the tops of the mulberry trees, then go out to battle. Go out then. Go out then. For God is gone forth before you to smite the host of the Philistines. This was a different strategy from the first time that David went out against the Philistines. Verse, um, verse 16, David therefore did as God commanded him, and they smote the host of the Philistines from Gibeon even to Gaza. And the fame of David went out into all the lands, and the Lord, broke, the Lord brought the fear of David upon all the nations around him. Hallelujah. First things first, supercharge your faith. Clarify God's instructions, God's directions. Get it right and then take your first step. Take your first step. What are your first steps? If I may ask, what are your first steps? I asked you a few weeks ago, what does it mean to you? Go forward. I'm asking you tonight, what are your first steps? We know what David's first steps were. We know what Joshua's first steps were. Amen. Once, once they got in faith, once they clarified God's direction, once they had the word of the Lord for the battle, faith rose up within them. They had a strategy for those battles. They took their steps. What are your first steps? And, and if I may ask, when are you taking those first steps? Hallelujah. If you've already taken the first steps, what are your next steps? When are you taking those next steps? Have you gone back? Have you supercharged your faith again? Have you clarified God's instructions again? Have you ensured that you have a strategy for this situation? And then, when are you going to step out and do what the Lord has commanded you to do? Glory to God. In Joshua chapter 1, the Bible tells us after the death of Moses, let's just read it. It's a bit long, but it's good to read the whole thing. Let's read from uh, chapter 1 and verse 1. Let's read all the way. To, to all the instructions that God gave Joshua, and, and, and let's see what Joshua's response was and the first steps that he took. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 1. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, unto the land that I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. The Lord is telling you, I've given you this land. I've given you everything that your eyes can see. What you have envisioned, what you have asked me for, what, what you have seen in the spirit, I have given it to you from coast to coast. You can have it. 
you can have it. There shall no man, verse 5, there shall not any man be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you nor forsake you. Here it says, be strong, verse 6, be strong and of a good courage to supercharge your faith. Be strong. Be strong. Be very courageous. And God repeats this a few times. Be strong. Be courageous. That's, that's our expected response. Be strong. Don't be weak. Don't be doubting. Don't be afraid. Don't be terrorized. Be strong. Be strong and of a good courage. Don't look down. Look up. Don't have regrets. Have a resurgence of faith and courage. Hallelujah. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto these people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give unto them. Verse 7, only be thou strong and very courageous. This time he says, very courageous. First time he said, be strong and of a good courage. This time he says, be strong, be very courageous. Be very courageous. Have the heart of a courageous person. Be bold as a lion. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. He is with you. As you go, you are not going alone. Have faith in God. He'll fight your battles. He'll deliver the victories. Have faith in God. He will do the supernatural in your life. He will do wonders. He will do wonders. He says, be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you, turn not from it from the right, to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Look at verse 9 again. Have I not commanded you? This is the third time. This is the third time he's repeating this. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of a good courage. There's a reason the Lord is saying this. There's a reason the Lord is saying it. There's a reason he didn't say it just one time. Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, don't be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you to help you. He's with you to help you wherever you go. The Lord your God is with you to help you wherever you go. The Lord your God is with you. You have supernatural help. The Lord your God is with you. So be strong and be of good courage. Supercharge your faith. Be strong and be of good courage. It's not a time to sit back. It's not a time to be in doubt. It's not a time to be double-minded. It's not a time to be dilly-dallying. It's a time to be strong in faith. 
to be very courageous. Hallelujah. Look at verse 10. Joshua received the word of the Lord and immediately took his first steps. He took his first steps and declared in faith. He declared in faith exactly what the Lord had promised, what the Lord had commanded. But he stopped there. He actually began to take action, action steps of faith. He began to take steps of faith in the direction of the promise that the Lord had given to him. And he didn't stop there for himself. He actually mobilized his leaders. He mobilized his team. He mobilized his family. He mobilized everyone around him to do the same. Let's go. It's time. Let's go do it. Let's not, let's not, we're not going to be sitting around. We're not going to be waiting for the unknown. We're not going to be acting as though nothing is under our control. You remember the Lord, I shared this a few, a few Bible studies ago. I shared this word the Lord gave me. The Lord said to me, uh, I, I know many times people often think, you know, oh, most things are not under my control. I just, I, you know, but the Lord said to me, contrary to what most people think, most things that affect your future are actually under your control right now. There might be one or two tiny little things that are not. But really, majority of the things that affect your future are under your control right now. I remember uh, several years ago, over 30 years ago, the breakthrough that the Lord gave me um, radically changed my life. In, 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 I used to think my destiny was in other people's hands. I used to think my future depended on what this person did or what this other person didn't do. I used to think that. I used to think, oh, you know, and there are many people in the body of Christ today who think, well, you know, I mean, you know, it all all depends on the economy. Um, um, It depends on um, the elections. Um, You know, it it, it depends on what my boss says. Uh, You know, uh, it depends on what my spouse thinks. It it, it depends. So many people. The excuse is, well, it's somebody else. It's someone, it's something that is not within my control. The Lord said everything, majority of the things that affect your destiny actually under your control right now. So what are your, what are your, what are your next steps? What are you going to do? What steps are you going to take to move in the direction of God's promises for you after you have clarified after you have praised God for his goodness and his benefits, glory to God, you have yielded yourself to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you, Holy Spirit. You are with me. I yield to you. I fellowship with you. I listen to you. Every day you have clarified your vision. Glory to God. Uh, you, you, have, um, you have made way, made room uh, for the ministry of, of angels. You have sought the wisdom of God. You have inquired. You have done all of that. What then? What are your next steps after you supercharge your faith? What are your next steps? Here, Joshua said, Joshua commanded the officers, this is verse 10, he commanded the officers of the people saying, pass through the host and command the people saying, prepare you victuals, for within three days you shall pass over this Jordan to go in to possess the land 
which the Lord your God gives you to possess it. Now, when you read that in the King James, it says, prepare you victuals. And that's a very interesting uh, expression. But doesn't really do that much justice when you're reading it in the King James. You can't really see. What, what Joshua was actually saying, read this in the Amplified. Joshua commanded the officers of the people saying, pass through the camp and command the people, prepare your provisions. See, in the King James, he says, he says prepare, prepare you victuals. In the Amplified, he says, prepare your provisions. Gather your resources. Get, put your house in order. Prepare your provisions. When this rain comes, ensure that your ground is prepared to receive the rain. When you take your steps, when you take your next steps, make sure your house is in order. Make sure you have put things in their rightful places. Prepare your provisions. Make sure you're walking in the order of God. Make sure you have clarity. Make sure you've dotted your I's and you've crossed your T's. Yes, there's probably a few little things that you don't have much control over, but don't worry about those. Take charge of the things that are within your control. Your, your provisions, your resources. Prepare your provisions, he said. Gather your resources. Put your house in order. Dot your I's and cross your T's. Make sure that when the rain comes, your field is ready to receive that rain. Prepare your provisions. For within three days, you shall pass over this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is given to you. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready for the new things God wants to do in your life? Praise God. I know you fasted and prayed. We all did. Hallelujah. But, but that's not enough. That is not enough. Have you gathered your resources? Do you know? Have you, have you, have you put your books together? Have you, do you know what I, exactly are you expecting the Lord to do for you? Do you know what you have? There's a woman in um, the Old Testament. I want to read, uh, I wanna read uh, before I close tonight. I want to read from Mark chapter 11 where the Lord Jesus Christ had an encounter with the fig tree. Um, and it, it, it challenged them to have the God kind of faith or the faith of God. And I want to close out there tonight. Um, but you know, there's the story of that widow in the Old Testament who came to the prophet and said to the prophet, the creditors are going to take everything that I own, including my two sons. I need a miracle. I need a miracle. I need a miracle. The prophet asked her one question. What do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? Very much like the same question, like the question the Lord asked Moses. What is that in your hand? He was holding the rod of authority that would help him um, gain mastery over all of Pharaoh's kingdom. But he didn't realize what he had in his hands. Right? That woman, the prophet said to her, what do you have in your house? Do you know many times the miracle is there in our home? When Joshua said, prepare your provisions, prepare all you have, gather, get your house in order, get all you need, get all you have together. Because what you need for the miracle that God has promised you 
is already in your hands what you require. When you take that in faith, when you take it in faith, the Lord of the breakthrough will show up for you. When you take what you already have in faith, the Lord of the breakthrough, and you take your steps, you take your first steps and you take your next steps, the Lord of the breakthrough will come through for you. Mark chapter 11, let's close out here. Mark chapter 11 verse 12, on the morrow when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry and seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, no man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. He just declared a word in faith. Jesus just, he just took his faith and put it to work. <laughs> no man eat fruit of you there anymore. And in verse 20, the Bible says, And in the morning, hallelujah, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up. The same fig tree that the Lord Jesus spoke with, spoke to the night before. They saw it dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree that you cursed is withered away. And Jesus answering said unto him, have faith in God. Some translations say have the faith of God. And we've been told the literal translation of this really literally means have the God kind of faith. Supercharge your faith. Have the God kind of faith. To believe the word of God. Conceive your miracle. Have a revelation of that reality in your future. Then have great expectation. Take corresponding steps and actions of faith. And then persevere. Until everything that the Lord promised you comes into manifestation. Have the God kind of faith. Make sure you are constantly meditating. Make sure you are constantly envisioning. Make sure you are constantly um, releasing the words of God that he's spoken concerning you. Confessing over your situation. Confessing over yourself. Confessing over your family. Confessing over the different things that concern you. Make sure you're constantly taking steps of faith and have great expectation, persevere and hold on, stand, the Bible says, until you see what you're standing there for. Have the God kind of faith. Jesus said in verse 22, have, Jesus answering said unto them, have the God kind of faith, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things that he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said, that he conceived that he believed, that he declared that he had expectation would happen, and that he stood and persevered regarding. He shall have whatsoever he said. Therefore I say unto you, verse 24, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. 
what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone that your father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Therefore, it says, verse 24, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Let's close out here tonight. Let's thank God. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the promises of your word. Thank you, God, for everything that you have ordered and commanded concerning us. Thank you for the preparations that you have already made for us. Thank you. You are the Lord of our breakthroughs. We're so excited about this season and the things that you have ordered and the things that you have ordained. And Lord, we receive grace. We receive all the ability that we need. Lord, we take on the garment of faith. We carry that shield of faith. We supercharge our faith. We take on strength and we take on great courage. And Lord, we take our steps, first steps, next steps, next steps in the direction of the instructions that you have given us. I give you glory and praise for the fulfillment of your word in the lives of your people. Thank you, Father, for your mighty word tonight. We give you praise for it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen and amen.